Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good evening, everyone. This is Wednesday, February 26, 2020, and welcome to episode number 192 of the WCWS Radio Network's weekly pop culture review show. This is WCWS Outside the Ropes. Once again, this is Mr. WCWS Champion Shaw back on the line here with you as we can sit to talk about, of course, everything going on in the world of pop culture, whether it be, of course, um, movies, music, sports, you name it, ladies and gentlemen, we will definitely, of course, throw it out there here to you. We will also hope to hear from the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo, who will have, of course, your uh, box office report and also your sports, any sports updates that we have there as well. We hope to bring those here to you. Ah, indeed. And also, of course, we'll, talk, we'll get in a few, of course, get you a preview of, of a lot, several of the wrestling stories. They are, of course, um, they are, of course, making the making the rounds here, of course, here in in the world of uh, uh, wrestling here as well. So if you like to, if you care to chime in on anything that we talk about here this evening, please feel free, of course, to give us a call. Phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID, 141-387-POUND. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening. Let's go ahead and get things rocking and rolling here with, of course, with some news courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com, which, by the way, we do thank 411mania.com for allowing us here in the WWS Radio Network to read their stories on all of our shows, which, of course, include, in addition to Outside the Ropes, of course, WWS Revolution, NWO Wolfpack, WWS Raw Radio, WWS Power Hour, WWS This Morning, and other shows. <clears throat> let's go ahead and let's go ahead and get get right here to it with our first story coming in here, uh, coming in uh, yesterday from Jeremy Thomas. Uh, story, of course, uh, <clears throat> of course, the story as, as we have it here. Colin Trevorrow reveals official title for Jurassic World Three. Well, let's see what we have right here. Wait, let's see what we have right here in this. The third Jurassic World film is now has a title as revealed by Kyle, Colin Trevorrow on Twitter. Trevorrow, who is directed and, co- and also co-wrote the film, posted to Twitter to commemorate the first day of production and reveal that the film is titled Jurassic World Dominion. Of course, there'll be a, of course there's a, there's a, I'm sure there's a, uh, on the uh, of course will be posted right here on the bottom of, the, of this page, same page. The film does star Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard. Maisie Lockwood, Sam Neill, Laura Dern, Jeff Goldblum, Justice Smith, Daniela Panita, Mamudo Effie, DeWanda Wise, Jake Johnson, Omar Sy, and Deacon Lockman. And it's set to release on June 11th, 20, uh, 2021. Sorry about that here, folks. Uh, <coughs> plot details are under wraps. So the previous film ended with the dinosaurs making their way to the mainland once again. And of course, uh, Colin Trevorrow did post on his, uh, on on of course his uh, a picture on his Twitter handle, of course of the uh, of the of the of course of the thing that they use like that they that they slap and all every time you know they get ready to uh, start production of the movie. Uh, of course, it does reveal the the movie, the movie 
the title Jurassic World Dominion. And it says day one, hashtag Jurassic World, which was posted at 2.44 p.m. yesterday afternoon. Let's see what else. Let me see what else. What other stories we have, of course, making the rounds here as well. Uh, okay, of course, as you know, there is an, an, another James Bond movie set to come out here. Uh, Jimmy Thomas also posted a story yesterday as Carrie Joy. Fukunaga discusses the stakes for 007 in a featurette for the for the upcoming Bond film No Time to Die. Uh, let's see what we have right here. A new behind a new behind the scenes featurette has director Carrie Joy Fukunaga discussing the stakes for James Bond in the movie No Time to Die. The film's YouTube account has released a new video, of course, it'll be on this page, in which Fukunaga talks about why Bond, played by Daniel Craig, can't stay retired in the face of the events that sparked a new movie. The film marks Craig's final turn at 007 alongside Anna de Armas, Leah Seymour, Rami Malek, Christopher Waltz, Ray Fiennes, Naomi Harris, Billy Magnuson, Jeffrey Wright, Ben Whishaw, and Lashana Lynch, and will release on April the 10th. In No Time to Die, Bond has left active service and has joined a tranquil life in Jamaica. His peace is short-lived when his old friend Felix Leiter from the CIA turns up asking for help. The mission to rescue a kidnapped scientist turned out to be far more treacherous than expected, leading Bond into, onto the trail of a mysterious villain armed with dangerous new technology. So... And of course, the video for that for for the of course director, uh, um, of course talking about this movie, of course, is on this page. If you want to go and take a look, if you want to of course look at take a look at that here indeed for yourself. Uh, let's see what let's see what other stories we have. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Just a little bit slow here, but we're we're trying to we're trying to get back into the swing of things here. Uh, give me just one second here while we. Part of here. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, we do have we do have a couple of stories here. Of course, as you know, one thing, one uh, um, one sad thing that has been that has taken that is going on right now. Of course, obviously, is the continued fight to cure this uh, coronavirus over there in China. Apparently, it has halted a couple of uh, uh, a, a couple of a, a couple the release of a movie. Um, over in China, and also, of course, production on an, on an, on another movie here as well. First off, uh, let's go to the one that the, let's go to the talk about the movie that is in that's supposed to be in production here. The story coming out from Mashish as apparently came out yesterday is apparently Paramount delays Mission Impossible Seven production due to the coronavirus. Let's see here. Production on Mission Impossible 7 has been delayed for now due to growing fears about the coronavirus in Venice, Italy. Italy has has had the most cases outside of Asia with over 150 people testing, testing positive for the virus, including three people in Venice. The Venetian government has been pushing to stop public gatherings in hopes of curbing the spread of the virus, and that led Paramount to delay. Out of an abundance of caution for the safety and well-being of our cast and crew and efforts of the local Venetian government to halt public gatherings in response to the threat of the coronavirus. We are altering production. We are altering the production plan for our three-week shoot in Venice. The scheduled first leg of an extensive production for Mission Impossible 7, Paramount said, during its hiatus, we want to be mindful of the concerns of the crew and are allowing them to return home until production starts. We will continue to monitor the situation 
and work alongside health and government officials as it evolves. The movie is scheduled to open on July 23rd of next year, though it's possible that it will end up being pushed back now, obviously, of course, because of this of this situation involving the coronavirus. The other story, of course, uh, of course, that that obviously that obviously, of course, has got a lot of folks in, in concern. Ashish also brings us this story that came out yesterday here as well, as apparently the the release of Sonic the Hedgehog uh, over in China has been delayed as well due to the due to the of course coronavirus as well let's 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 read there a little bit about this paramount has delayed friday sonic the hedgehog opening in china as the country deals with the coronavirus movie theaters in the country are closed out of fear of the virus due to the current coronavirus situation the china release day of the film sonic the hedgehog will be postponed and we will reannounce a new release date at a later time sonic will only be slowing down his pace temporarily and we look forward to bringing him zooming onto the big screen in China once it's appropriate to do so. This was, of course, this was said by Paramount in a statement on Monday. As the whole country and the world unite together to fight the outbreak of coronavirus, we would like to express our gratitude and respect to all the medical staff, the rescue personnel, and people in service who provide us with much-needed assistance and support during this time. It added, most movie theaters in China have been closed since the end of January, wiping out what is usually the most lucrative time of the year at the Chinese box office. Coronavirus may end up costing Chinese and worldwide studios over $1 billion in revenue. Sonic has been a big hit for Paramount, already topping the $106 million mark domestically and $200 million globally. So it has been a success, you know, of this, of this, uh, of course, this delay here. Obviously, of course, um, Will definitely, uh, will definitely, of course, be be watching all this very, very carefully as well, and we'll keep everybody, of course, uh, up to speed about this as soon as we possibly can. But our thoughts and prayers, ladies and gentlemen, right here, of course, also in the WWS Radio Network, goes out those affected by this virus, of course, overseas. We hope, of course, to uh, we hope, of course, that. Um, that uh, we can all, as as this as this as statement I just read states, that we all hope we can all come together to, of course, obviously combat this situation. One more pop culture story I want to bring you here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, this story came out Monday from Jeremy Thomas. I haven't had a chance to take a look at this, but Chris Evans, of course, as you know, of course, well known for, uh, of course, uh, his. For his most re- his most biggest role here just recently, of course, Captain America from the Avengers, apparently is in talks to play the role originally played by Steve Martin in a remake of the movie Little Shop of Horrors. Chris Evans, <coughs> excuse me, Chris Evans is continuing his turn from Captain America to the dark side as he's reportedly set to play the evil dentist in the Little Shop of Horrors remake. THR reports that Evans is in discussions to play Orange Scrivello. The role played by Steve Martin in the 1986 film from Frank Oz. Orrin is Audrey's sadistic, abusive boyfriend who works as a dentist and has encounters with Seymour and his giant sentient plant, Audrey II. This marks the second turn to evil for Evans after he played the role of Ransom Drysdale, the malicious grandson of the murdered Harlan Thrombey in Knives Out. Evans joins two others circling the film. A report late last month said that Evans' Marvel Cinematic Universe co-star Scarlett Johansson and Rocketman star Taron Egerton have been denied to play Audrey and Seymour in the film. The plans reportedly to film the new take on the this summer. So we have to wait. We can't wait to see what how happens with that. But apparently, like I said, uh, they're going to be bringing back obviously Little Shop of Horrors, and this time we'll see how. We'll of course see how. Uh, Chris Evans, of course, does in this role as, uh, as of course, uh, the wicked, the wicked dentist, of course, obviously, from uh, um, the Little Shop of Horrors. I mean, Steve Martin, in my personal opinion, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry about that. Steve Martin in uh, the, the original Little Shop of Horrors remake in 1986 was was a very was one of his best roles ever, and obviously, of course, 
it'd be interesting to see how somebody else would be able to take on that role. But I, it was, uh, it would be very, very uh, unique to see how, see how that plays out. Uh, <clears throat> of course, now let's go and switch gears here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, let's go and switch gears here, folks. I don't know if we'll be able to hear from JD tonight. We're still continuing to try to reach him. In the meantime, here, of course, I'll bring you, of course, several wrestling stories. That will definitely be talked about here, of course, on Wrestling Debate coming up at 8 o'clock. As of course, WWS Revolution coming up at 9. Uh, the story came out, of course, today from Joseph Lee, which is switching out to, to wrestling. Apparently, AEW story to start things off here. Kenny Omega is uh, talks about on talks about those he who he thinks is underperformed in AEW. Of course, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, he's one of those that, like I said, is making AEW a humongous hit. There. So, <clears throat> so, so he that this man definitely knows what he's talking about here. In an interview with Sporting News, Kenny Omega spoke about those who who say he's underperformed since he he has he personally has arrived in AEW after gaining a reputation in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Here are some highlights on the growth of Hangman Page. Kenny Omega says. Absolutely. I'm really proud of the fact that he's found something that works for him as someone the fans can endear themselves with. As you know, it's everything in moderation. And we can't have a fly off the reins and be a victim to his own devices, so to speak. So Hangman Page is great as a casual beer drinker, but we need to make sure he stays just that, a very casual and responsible beer drinker. On his AEW run, Kenny Omega says, it's funny because I feel like when people compare it to when your favorite player perhaps gets traded to another team, when your favorite player gets straight to another team, he initially not the top. He's initially not the top scorer or leading in assist or playing the way he used to play, like he did for the home team, your team. It's easy easy to criticize them and say that you made a big mistake and that you'll never be the, you'll be the same guy again, and that's all downhill. Because I decided to take a different path in my career because I'm not doing these long, thrown out, 45 minute to one hour matches in singles competition doesn't mean that I'm not the same guy. This isn't about tooting my own horn, but it's like it's like I'm now helping run a company that has live television every Wednesday. I'm part of a very successful tag team with Hangman Adam Page, a guy that I've had a lot of chemistry with. I'm existing within a division of guys that are amongst the top of all the tag teams of all the planets and showing that it takes more than just having a good long singles match to be called the best in the world. You have to be a good tag team wrestler. You have to be a a good six-man tag team wrestler. You have to be good at your gimmick matches. You have to be able to appeal to the non-wrestling fan. So I'm not only proud of sure the best bout machine version of Kenny Omega at the wrestlers wrestling matches, the 16-minute classics with Kashuchita Okada and New Japan Pro Wrestling. I'm just as proud of that as I am with my mixed tag team with Rio, former AEW Women's Champion as a tag team partner. I'm just as proud. <clears throat> Of those matches as I am as the lights out match with John Moxley, as you know, with Dean Ambrose and WWE. In ways, this is all this is all me and my creative peak. I mean, I'm talking about my storyline with Kota Ibushi. I don't know if you can call that the best bout machine, Kenny Omega, or not, but to me, that's something different. It's these layers of these things that go into making what I think makes the true best in the world. I just one guy that has the same kind of match over and over and over again. Because I do not, I do not have that same match over and over again. Does that not make me just as good? This makes me something different. I'm trying to round out, and I'm trying to fill fill the gaps around the edges. I made myself a complete package in all of professional wrestling that even goes beyond what I do in the ring, but actually behind the scenes too. There's a business aspect to it to balance all of that, and, and still trying to kind of check off these boxes. Now, I, I even have a belt in AAA, of course, the me Mexican-based promotion. I went to a country that I never thought I'd be able to perform in and won matches a year. I went back to my first promotion in DDT and go and go in, into uh, Solo Real Goku when they haven't been able to do high numbers there and did a good number. These are all things that I can hang my hat on, and I'm very, very proud of it. My critics will say I have done nothing, and that's okay. They, they can say it, but the truth is far from it. While well, facing the Young Bucks at AEW Revolution, Kenny Omega says, wrestling is a performance as much as it is a sport. And for us, especially, we're all banded together to take a stand against the wrestling that we didn't enjoy anymore on TV. It's actually physically painful, emotionally painful, when we have to take that vision 
that we have been that that we have we, we take that vision that we have that we're working together towards and we have to turn it against each other it's much more emotional for me to wrestle the young bucks than any other tag team by far i expect it to be an emotional encounter for me especially as a as i'm an emotional guy the talent speaks for himself <clears throat> i know it's going to be a great match but as much physical damage as it's going to do to my body i know it's going to do a lot of emotional damage as well so we can't wait to see what happens there of course with that event of course of course with AEW dynamite tonight but also of course the show on saturday speaking of of course wrestling ladies and gentlemen as you know tomorrow is super showdown from saudi arabia and of course, obviously, we just got just in here earlier today uh, through some through some stories here, and also the Iceman Jerry Jarama did also inform me of this here earlier today as well. Apparently, three more matches have been added to Super Showdown. Here is the story, of course, officially from 411 Mania's <clears throat> Joseph Lee. On today's episode of the Bump, WWE announced. That Three matches for tomorrow's Super Showdown pay-per-view in Rodea, Saudi Arabia. They include Mansoor taking on Dolph Ziggler, Humberto Carrello taking on Angel Garza, and the OC, of course, the club, taking on the Viking Raiders. The, the last match will be a special kickoff show match. Here, officially, as of now, counting these three matches is the updated card for Super Showdown. The WWE title will be on the line as Brock Lesnar will defend against Ricochet. The Universal title will be on the line as Bray Wyatt, the Fiend, uh, will defend against Goldberg. A steel cage match will take place between Reigns and Baron Corbin. SmackDown tag team titles on the line as the New Day <clears throat> will be taking on the team of John Morrison and The Miz. The first women's title match, of course, over in Saudi Arabia as the SmackDown women's title will be defended. Bailey will defend against Naomi. The Tawak Trophy gauntlet match. AJ Styles will take on R-Truth, Rey Mysterio, Eric Rowan, Andrade, and Bobby Lashley. The Raw, <clears throat> the Raw tag team title match will be up tag team titles will be on the line as Seth Rollins and Murphy will be defending the belts against the Street Profits. As we said, Mansoor will take on Dolph Ziggler, Umberto Carrello will take on Angel Garza, and the kickoff show match will be the Viking Raiders taking on Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, of course, the OC. And of course, we'll talk more about that, of course, on Revolution here, uh, coming up here tonight. <clears throat> uh, shifting gears here. Uh, speaking of Wednesday nights, of course, of course, the other show, of course, that comes on Wednesday nights, obviously, is NXT. And apparently, according to Joseph Lee of 411 Mania, WWE is reportedly considering giving Matt Hardy a role in NXT. This might be another attempt, ladies and gentlemen, in my personal opinion, to try to keep Matt Hardy in the company. I'm not sure, but we'll just, let's see what we have right here. PW Insider reports that there have been talks in WWE of having Matt Hardy working with the NXT brand in some fashion. It's unknown if he would be there as a talent or in a behind-the-scenes role, but it largely depends on if he, if he decides to stay with WWE. His contract is, is, is set to expire on Sunday, and there have been rumors that he is AEW-bound. WWE officials have made several offers to Hardy in recent weeks to get him to stay. It was reported earlier this year that the biggest issue between WWE and Hardy creative and not money. <clears throat> so that's a way and see, of course, if this obviously may be, may be something that they may try to get with, get, uh, get of course, uh, Matt Hardy to stay in the company right here. <clears throat> And ladies and gentlemen, of course, coming up here, another story came out yesterday from Jeremy Thomas. is apparently a spoiler, apparently for Super Showdown. Let's go ahead and see what let's go ahead and see what this is all about here, right here. A possible spoiler has come online for WWE Super Showdown thanks to videos from Saudi Arabia. Of course, on on down here. Uh, the Undertaker arrived in Rodea along with the WWE crew, despite not being advertised for Thursday's show. It's not yet unknown what Undertaker will do on the show, or even if he will be appearing on camera. He is reportedly set to face AJ Styles, who is competing in the Gauntlet match at WrestleMania 36. <clears throat> and of course, obviously, um, I cannot read. Uh, uh, 
I cannot we can, I cannot read uh, Arabic there. So uh, uh, and one actually was just posted here in Spanish. And forgive me if I cannot read it. Uh, but apparently it is showing videos of the undertaker, obviously <clears throat> arriving in Saudi Arabia. Uh, there have been some talk that he, that he might somehow be involved in tomorrow's show, but right now it is kind of unclear if, whether or not he, if, if, whether or not he, uh, he will be, but we'll keep, we'll definitely, of course, keep, uh, uh, we'll definitely, of course, We'll, we'll, of course, like I said, keep, keep you up to date there with that. Uh, several other stories here. Ladies and gentlemen, we're trying to get up another story here. And okay, here we go. Right here we go. Right here. And this came up on Jeremy Thomas here. As apparently Alexa Bliss wants another tag team title run, and actually talk, it talks about the transition she has made to being more of a babyface. Alexa Bliss spoke with Metro UK about working with Nikki Cross, wanting another shot at the women's tag team titles and more. And here are some highlights. On wanting another run with the women's tag team titles, Alexa Bliss says, I would love for us to go for another for the tag team titles again. We're establishing the women's tag division still. There's no, no better place to showcase the titles than at WrestleMania. I think our women's tag division has some of the most talented women on the roster. You just don't see that because the tag division is so new. It's not getting as big of a, of a spotlight, but it's just a matter of time before the titles titles <clears throat> area titles are so new. And I think WrestleMania is the perfect spotlight for it. On working as a babyface, Alexa Bliss says, it's been very interesting being the bad guy for six years and then all of a sudden being told, oh, you're a good guy. So I'm definitely working on getting rid of those bad guy tendencies. It's still in my nature to scream at the ref and throw a temper tantrum in the ring. But hopefully I can gear it towards towards another direction. <clears throat> I'm being allowed to react across his antics more naturally as a face. Alexa Bliss says, a lot of times I just don't keep a straight face. When I was a bad guy, I used to have to keep used to have to keep a straight face all the time, even when stuff was funny. I find that I find that when I'm a good guy, I can just laugh things off and doesn't really break character that much. Very, 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 very interesting there indeed. Okay. Let's see here. Not another. See what we have right here. Sorry about here, folks. But uh, uh, let's see. <coughs> Jeremy Thomas also brings this other story here. According to an industry report, WWE pay per view rights value estimated at $100 million plus. A new industry report estimates the value of broadcast rights to WWE's pay-per-views at over $100 million. Brandon, Brandon Thurston of WrestleNomics has published a new report that estimates the sale value of the 12 annual main roster WWE pay-per-views at between $105 and $161 million. The report comes after Q4 financial results call earlier this month in which Vince McMahon alluded to the possibility of licensing the rights out to a third-party service. Thurston estimates that in a potential scenario where the WWE Network continues 
while live pay-per-views air on another service. Such a deal would likely result in additional op operating OIBDA, which is operating income before depreciation and amortization of $13 million to $7 million for the company. The wide variance is due to, to uncertainty about the expenses associated with pay-per-view events. This estimate assumes that subscribers to the WWE Network increases by 80% due to the loss of live pay-per-view streaming <clears throat> Let's see. Based on a poll he took where about a third of subscribers among 492 people told said that said they would keep the network in such a situation. Thurston notes that knowing the poor not not 492 response to this poll probably represents a more dedicated population of fans and to be aggressive. I, I, I arbitrarily estimated at 20% retention on WWE's Current paid subscribers, which would be about 300,000 subscribers. Hmm. The report also notes that the most probable strategy for WWE would be to include access to live pay-per-views as part of a recurring subscription fee around WWE Network's current $9.99 price point while selling WrestleMania separately for a charge from $69 to $89. And adds that move, well, that moving main roster pay-per-views to a major streaming service would also would, uh, would, would also very likely lead to a gross decline and likely a net decline in which WWE popularity, which would in, in, in WWE popularity, which would affect WWE's revenue downstream due to disengagement, i.e. in terms of WWE network subscriptions, merchandise, TV viewers, and the like. He knows that the risk might be minimized if there's a solution nearly that neatly brings WWE network subscribers into the streaming partners interface, possible with free trial access. You can see the full report <clears throat> with Thurston's methodology on how he came up with his figures. And of course, the, the, there's a link on the page here if you, on this page if you want to take a look at it. It's important to note, of course, that these are estimates based off of studying available financial information and trends, and not an indication that WBE is going to go into the direction suggested as possible in the report. Of course, obviously, if it's not suggested by Vincent Mann, it probably won't, it probably won't see the line of day. So that's uh, that's just my personal opinion there. Uh, let's see here. <coughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, going going back. Um, <laughs> uh, Jeffrey Harris brings this story here as, as you know, of course, Chris Statlander has gotten a real good following in AEW here recently. Chris Statlander withdraws from a from a, a, a bar wrestling event due to an illness, and Adam Brooks off the card due to work visa issues. Sorry about that here, folks. Let me uh, just take care of a couple of things here because we got some things here in my way here. Let's announce that some changes to tomorrow's card due to unforeseen circumstances. First, Chris Statlander will no, not, not be able to face Joy Ryan. Statlander was forced to withdraw from the event due to a case of the flu. Additionally, Adam Brooks will no longer be able to make it to the event due to work visa issues. Here is Bar Wrestling's statement right here. Unfortunately, Chris Statlander has come down with the flu, and Adam Brooks' work visa won't be ready in time, so both will be unavailable for tomorrow's show. We are working on the car changes now. Thank you for your patience and support. Bar Wrestling 54 Mach 1 is still moving forward and will be held tomorrow, of course, February 27th, at the Glass House in Pomona, California. Of course, I did take this at 4 o'clock this afternoon um, about these changes here. Um, Let's see here. Uh, of course, obviously, uh, it was, uh, of course, the matches of the two mat the matches that was scheduled was Taya Valkyrie versus Kimberly, Joy Ryan taking on Chris Statlander, Watts versus Adrian Quest versus Miranda Alize versus Adam Brooks, and John Ian Tag Team Invitational. But of course, obviously, that has changed, folks. 
due to, of course, like I said, Chris Statlander coming down with the flu and Adam Brooks not being able to attend due to, obviously, a uh, obviously, of course, his work visa not being uh, cleared yet. So, so hope so. Hopefully, we'll get that. They'll be changed here very, very soon. So uh, <clears throat> they'll be able they'll be able to come back here and compete. Uh, let's see here, folks. While we continue here, of course, apparently we're not probably more, more likely we're not going to be able to hear from the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, here tonight. But, of course, obviously we hope to, of course, uh, uh, Let's see here. Oh, AEW apparently here, ladies and gentlemen, sticking with that here, has apparently announced another signing, apparently. Uh, according to Jeffrey Harris, your story came out here today. AEW officially announces the signing of Lance Archer. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. That's a great superstar here, of course. As a wrestler, I do believe in the WWE and also, also what was done with TNA, of course, now Impact Wrestling. Looks like Lance Archer is now officially hashtag all elite. All Elite Wrestling has announced the signing of the Murder Hawk monster, Lance Archer. Previous reports say that Archer was in talks to sign with the promotion and also was to debut in March. And here's the official here's here's the official announcement right here. <clears throat> the Murder Hawk monster, Lance Archer, joins All Elite Wrestling. AEW signs. <sighs> Sorry about that, folks. Uh, signs were now wrestler Archer to multi-year deal. Of course, this has come out today, February 26th. All Elite Wrestling today announced a multi-year deal with Lance Archer, a global professional wrestling sensation renowned for his brutal powerhouse moves, including the blackout and EBD call. Archer, a native of Texas and former collegiate quarterback, is also known by his menacing monikers, the Murder Hawk Monster and the American Psychopath. Standing at six foot eight, weighing about 260 pounds, Archer's dominating stature and natural athletic prowess have defined his 20-plus year career. I've been in the business for almost half my life. With AEW, I'm setting my sights on the best chapter of my screen of my career so far. This was said by Lance Archer himself. This, com this company championed the creative, competitive, and electrifying environment that I've been waiting for my whole career. No matter where I go, no matter who steps in front of me, I'm the one you should be afraid of at AEW. Lance Archer is explosive, dynamic, and unpredictable, making him perfect for AEW, says Tony Khan, president and CEO of AEW. He's made his mark in every corner of the world. He's brutal, colorful, and will be a factor when he steps into the ring. What's up about here, folks? Archer had previously worked in TNA Wrestling, WWE, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and Pro Wrestling Noah. Most recently, he had a very successful year in New Japan in 2019 where he won the IWGP United States title, which he lost earlier this year at Wrestle Kingdom 14 to current champion John Moxley, who is also part of the AEW roster. Of course, you can also listen to 411 Mania's own exclusive interview with Archer from last December for the 411 Wrestling Interviews podcast. Of course, there's a link to that if you want to check that out. Check that out here as well. So it's at 3.31 p.m. today on Twitter through, all, through AEW's Twitter account. Welcome to the team. Hashtag Lance Archer is hashtag all elite. So, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it right there. We can't wait, of course, to see how to see how he does, of course, here in AEW. And folks, that's all the news we're going to bring you here for right now. Uh, as we take the rest of the time here to go ahead and give you this right here. <coughs> Let's go ahead and let you know here one more time. The phone number 1605-562-0444. Caller ID. Uh, 141387 pound. This is, of course, episode number 192 of WWS Outside the Ropes. It is 7.09 p.m. here, of course, like I said, Wednesday, February 26, 2020. Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw on the line here with you as we, of course, <clears throat> will go ahead and give you a preview of what's, been, what's going to happen here tonight. Coming up here in about uh, in about 15 minutes from now, 5-0, 15 minutes from now, uh, on WWS Wrestling Debate at 8 o'clock. Join the the Madness Kingdom, as of course they would be talking about everything under the sun here. Of course, including what happened on Raw Monday, what will happen on SmackDown on Friday. Of course, we'll talk about NXT and AEW tonight. They'll also run down, of course, Super Showdown as well as AEW Revolution. 
and other and of course elimination chamber coming up as well there'll be a whole lot of talk about everything going on in the world of wrestling so be sure to check it out here of course on on wrestling debate 139925 pound of course coming up at eight o'clock and ladies and gentlemen do not forget to join us for revolution episode 799 <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> okay uh, <clears throat> as of course like i said in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays we will also, of course, talk about uh, we will, of course, talk about the bringing the official results for both AEW Dynamite and NXT. Plus, also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be bringing you our predictions for Super Showdown here as well. So far, of course, the Iceman, Jerry Girolamo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziggler, and also, of course, the Empress Anne-Marie Rickenbach uh, will be taking part in the prediction title challenge for Super Showdown. Uh, we, of course, still have time here, folks, before tomorrow. If you wish to take part in it, please let us know as soon as possible if you wish to be involved with it. So be sure to uh, <clears throat> so be sure to check that out here. Of course, like I said, episode 799 of Revolution Tonight, our live video feed, will be, of course, from... Uh, <clears throat> Will be, of course, the live video feed will be from NWA US Built on Tradition. Uh, be sure to check that out here, of course, here on talkshoe.com. 138055 pound coming up here at 9 o'clock p.m. here. But um, but let me see here, folks. Let's see if we have anything else. And it looks like, ladies and gentlemen, we're not going to get to hear from the Iceman, Jared Girolamo, here tonight. I will state one thing here, of course, that did take place, I think, earlier this week. Of course, as you know, um, <clears throat> But of course, obviously, our tape took place earlier this week. Of course, was of course the memorial service. Uh, uh, <clears throat> or, of course, uh, uh, Kobe Bryant, of course, and his daughter Gianna. If you remember the last Sunday of January, they, along with seven other folks, sadly perished in a plane crash in Calabasas, California. Who's who of. Who, uh, who, who, uh, who's who really came out for that, ladies and gentlemen? I really got a comment on that. Uh, of course, everybody, of course, did speak up. I do believe from Kobe's widow, uh, Vanessa, to uh, Michael Jordan, to even her Jimmy Kimmel even came out and said something. There was a lot of people that came out that, 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 uh, of course, offered and paid, paid their respects and showed their respects. To Kobe and his fam to Kobe's family um, during this during this difficult time. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, it has been exactly today will actually be one month exactly one month exactly since we lost Kobe and his daughter as well as seven other folks in that crash. And we still never forget, of course, ladies and gentlemen, even though that's only been that short amount of time. Regardless of however amount of time it will end up becoming, of course, we will never forget the contributions that Kobe Bryant made. To of course not only to, not only to basketball but to everything everything of course important that was always important in his life, which was including his teammates, his family, uh, different or different causes, different organizations, you name it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that he that was a, he was a man's man there, folks. Uh, <clears throat> but. Uh, Me there, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, 
But of course, he was truly, like I said, a man's man, ladies and gentlemen, of course. Um, and he will, of course, forever. <clears throat> but of course, he was, as I said, truly, truly beyond words, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but he was, but, but like I said, he is a man that will truly be, of course, be, he of course will truly be missed here in the world of, uh, in, 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 of course, our world and our daily life here indeed. Uh, But uh, he will truly be missed, ladies and gentlemen. There's no doubt about it. I mean, you, you mean what more words can you say? <coughs> but uh, but uh, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, of course, with just a few minutes. Uh, <clears throat> but um, but like I said, folks, on that note, we're going to go ahead and end it up here for episode 192 of WWS Outside the Ropes. We know we're just a few minutes, a uh, few minutes, of course, uh, early. Uh, but like I said, with like, everything else that we have reported here, folks. Uh, not that much more to talk about here tonight. So, like I said, we're going to take a little bit of an extra breather here, and of course, we'll be, of course, uh, we'll be back. I'll be back on, of course. Don't forget for episode 799 of Revolution coming up at nine o'clock. But of course, stay tuned. Of course, coming up here at coming up here at eight o'clock p.m. Uh, <clears throat> um, for WWS Wrestling Debate, where of course a whole lot of wrestling will be talked about. As, of course, the Iceman puts it in more ways than one. So be sure. So be sure to, of course, like I said, check that out here. Check that out here, of course, like I said, coming up here tonight. Like I said, debate 139925 pound revolution at 9 o'clock. Um, 138055 pound. Be sure, of course, to, to check out both here today. Of course, here in the WWS Radio Network, right here, of course, on talkshoe.com. A couple quick plugs, of course, we're going to go ahead and bring it right past Perpetual Uniquity, of course, on eBay, ebay.com forward slash str forward slash Perpetual Uniquity, P-E-R-P-U-T-A-L-U-N-I-Q-U-I-T-Y, Internet Retail for the Eternally Distinctive Individual. Over 150 items, of course, currently on, presently for sale. Be sure to check it out here, of course, all the great items, of course, that's on there uh, at Perpetual Uniquity here today. And do not forget, ladies and gentlemen, Bulldog DVD sells a variety on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Bulldog DVD sells variety. Of course, $1 for all DVDs and Blu-rays with one or two discs in each set. DVDs and Blu-rays with three or more discs in each set are worth $2. And also DVDs in the jewel cases, ladies and gentlemen, are worth uh, <clears throat> um are worth 50 cents a piece. Also, ladies and gentlemen, of course, a four disc set for $3 of all of four of four of Arnold Schwarzenegger's best movies, The Running Man, Predator, Commando, and Total Recall. Still available here, ladies and gentlemen. Be sure to check it out here, of course, here as well. New lists continue to come up, of course, um, every several days. So continue to check back. And, of course, if you see any in, in any of the present lists that are posted on there, please let me know. And, of course, we'll do some business here, ladies and gentlemen. And we will, of course, um, we will, of course, like we will, of course, like I will, of course, immediately get that right out here to you. Remember, here at Bulldog DVD sells a variety. You take a bite out of the cost so you can enjoy your favorite selection. Be sure to check it out here 
today on Facebook. Outside of the Rubs, episode 192 is a broadcast of the WWS radio network right here on TalkShoot.com. Well, we are, of course, are four years older, continuing to be bolder. Radio network continues to be and will forever remain your pop culture connection. Stay tuned for Wrestling Debate coming up at 8 o'clock and also Revolution coming up at 9 o'clock. Uh, right here, of course, as part of our Triple Threat Wednesday here in the WWS radio network. Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, sign off for now. I will be back on with Revolution number 799 coming up here in coming up here in about one hour and 40 minutes from now. And ladies and gentlemen, remember since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pop, pop culture, pro wrestling, and everything in between. This is, of course, the WWS radio network. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we will finish, of course, playing our opening theme, which is the song uh, called I Don't Know, which was, which was, of course, known as Spicoli's theme. Spicoli, as you know, was played by Sean Penn in the 80s classic Fast Times at Richmond High. Of course, son, son by the one and only uh, <clears throat> uh, beach man himself, of course, M- Mr. Margarita, Margaritaville himself, Jimmy Buffett. Take care. <clears throat> and uh, we back on with Revolution at 9 o'clock. This is, of course, the WCWS Radio Network. Karen, God bless. We'll talk at you here later on on Revolution. This is WWS. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.